Alright, views before the six. We are back, Thrust! What's again, again, Yo, again. yo, the people have been fucking hounding me. Man. Oh, When's dude. the next episode coming? I mean, yo, Thrust, man, the people gotta know. You were on the 20-year fucking Northern Touch run, dude, bro. it's even more than Northern Touch. It's like, it's like we just back in the game, so you gotta realign, jump in. That was the spark of it. So for all the listeners, hey, man, you know the music career. We gotta just... Get that popping too But we didn't forget about nobody We here We were just making new plans New things And, and, and we are and, back And we're back with the Oh with the Oh my One of my This is gonna be one of my Probably Most favorite Favorite oh, ones right here I know But before we even start oh. that man Yo What up Let's just take a second Give a rest in peace To our brother Born Swift Of the grassroots man Passed away July 31st I mean shit If you did not listen to that episode Go back And l- please listen to that episode So you can see What like the, A legacy that this guy had on the city And I mean Fuck for me personally The guy taught me how to make beats man So you know what I mean Yo rest in peace Born Swift You know what I'm yeah. saying Those who know I ain't gotta say nothing Those who know Know me and Swift No family No La Familia man But you know th- That's what I say Go back Do your research man This is the guy man this is the guy, man. Fuck, it's that man. guy, man. Sometimes it's just that guy. He's that guy. And we don't need to say more. There's going to be lots more coming, paying tribute, homage. I just want to say, you know, blessings to his family, the kids, yeah. man. I yeah. finally got to see his little kids and stuff. And, man, your father, man. He's one of the best human beings I ever met in the world, dude. That's all I can say. Humblest dude, right? One of the best to ever do it, too, man. But, yo, let's uh, go. In the same vein, our yeah. guest today, I mean, my one of my favorite people... Fucking to be around Because he's always like A ray of sunshine man yep. And you guys have A great history together We got my man Scam In the spot Scam Yes 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 what Thank up, you Scam, Scam what up Finally up. My pleasure to be in the spot, as right, you say, right? right, right, you, know, right, right. you know what I was yesterday, and I'm around a lot, but I was just, I was around 124, the brown door. Ah, nice. You know the what original that is? spot. Yep. The original spot. Down in the hood. 124, okay. the brown door. I know yeah. Stato. Yo, Deuce. Yo. And you know what? Can I say? That's Deuce. actually how I know that Thrust and me go way back. Because it was originally the brown door, and then they came around and did their paint and turned it into the green door. Oh, so if shit. you knew the brown door, it was, it was that was jump. way back. Yeah. All right, Scam. You know, the first <laughs> the first question we ask everybody on the show is: Were you born in Toronto? Absolutely. Yep. Born at uh, St. Joseph's Hospital. Nice. Um, Nineteen seventy four, and uh, lived pretty much downtown Esplanade most of my life. Okay. Okay. Or younger, you know, younger parts. Younger. What's What's your background? Uh, my mom is Lithuanian. Yeah. And my dad's Polish. Okay. Okay. So, okay. And you grew up at Esplanade, right? Yeah, right in the heart uh, of it all. Yo, who the first Toronto rappers you remember ever hearing? The first Toronto rappers I ever remember hearing would probably be uh, Rumble and Strong. I okay. would say. Hey, I crazy, would think crazy. Rumble and Strong. Just what song, remember what song? Remember <sighs> the song stand out? That might help. Music always tags it. Was it crazy, I would just, crazy, I would just remember it from Ron Nelson's show. Probably crazy, crazy man. To with, be honest, with the big like, beat. Yeah. <laughs> but I would say, I would say Rumble and Strong. Um, but yeah, and or there was DJ Villain. Yeah, Villain was dope too. Right. And if you come back to, to yo, I think Villain's on my DJ. IG. I think I, I gotta go check because you added me. I think it's the but that's villain. that's early stuff. Villain. Okay, so like, like, how do you get introduced to music, man? Like, are you listen to what your parents listening to? Um, music. Okay, my dad had a turntable Yeah Down in one of his rooms, I remember, in the Esplanade And he had, it was probably a handful of records Maybe like two dozen records Men at Work, 
The Police. Okay. Um, Spando Ballet. Oh, shit. Uh, there was a Bob Marley record in there for sure. Um, if I had to remember, it was the one with the, the bus to Babylon. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, but yeah. mostly rock stuff. And I remember he had also an acoustic guitar. Um, and just at the odd time, I'd put on some music and just listen. And, you know, you'd sort of sit there and strum on the guitar and just sort of pass time when you're young. Okay. And that was my first recollection of, like, listening to vinyl and mm-hmm. music. Mm-hmm. And then I remember Chum FM. Or okay. not Chum FM, sorry, 1010. Okay. Where they play the oldies and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those are my first two early recollections of, of music. Like, that's probably... Six, seven years old, like. Okay, then how did you first eight. like? How did you first find hip hop? Then, like, what's the first like inklings of hip hop you remember? Hearing? It would either be Ron Nelson, yeah. Fantastic Voyage, um, or just around the neighborhood, like going to my buddy Adrian's house, Adrian Hardy. I remember he just literally lived around the corner. He was an early bird. I was an early bird. I'd call on him. Let's go bike riding. Let's do something, or even to school. Oh yes. Yeah, and his dad had a turntable. Okay. And a lot of records. And he was always late, like getting ready for doing whatever. So a lot of the time I'd just be alone in his dad's living room and I'd be able to sort of just play his records. And it was all the older stuff. Like, I'd have to say, like, you know, Funkadelic. Sick. The Motown stuff. Reggae. He was Jamaican. So a lot of reggae stuff. But Yeah. yeah, I literally had some time to sort of. And I'm, I know there was BDP in there because he had an older brother. Okay. So through the course of me doing that, I, I guess it was a couple years, to be honest. Like, so is that how you got into DJing? Pretty much, I'd say, yeah. yeah. So like, how was, old were you? Got, like, you decided to get turntables. You're like, yo, I'm gonna do this. Well, the turntable thing, <laughs> man. Oh man, the turntable story. The turntable thing is, oh, if if I could lay it all out, down in the Esplanade, there was a lot of abandoned buildings. Okay, so. We would walk around, me and my buddy one time, <laughs> Daniel, we just, a door was open, we're curious kids, probably 14, 15. Anyways, there was a club on Church Street that was under renovation, and they were just doing a whole bunch of stuff, remodeling it, and the DJ booth had a uh, painter's tarp over it. Okay. But everything was still there. So we were like, damn. I'm trying to contain myself. You know, it's hard to do this and, podcast. Uh, you know, long story, story short, <laughs> we, came back, we came back later. Because okay. this was midday. I think we were walking back from school. A lot of the time, we would walk back from, I went to Northern. Okay. So on a nice summer's day, we would literally walk down Young Street and walk to the Esplanade. But through that, you know, we'd get into this building and I saw <laughs> hey, Christmas. a turntable, a mixer. Christmas. A Newmark mixer. I'll never forget it. And we came back. Uh, later on in the evening got the mixer we each got a turntable and then we sort of formed a DJ crew okay where and the whole thing was he would take all the equipment for two weeks and I'd come to his house and DJ okay. and then I'd take you try to make it sound so nice I stole the equipment man <laughs> it, was, it was stolen to begin with they stole the equipment man you know, you're trying to make it sound so pot I can't, hey man you were 14 I can't lie you was into hip hop um, Yo, Scab, you gotta tell a story how I met this dude. Scab's a good Scab's a good dude. Okay. But we talk something about scam people. <laughs> and some people, I'm like that too. When we was like, before we was like 18, don't leave us around your girl. Don't leave me around your crib. Don't leave me around your car. Don't try and fight us. Yeah. We was them dudes. 
We was there because I know how I met you. Yeah. We're gonna get to that later, but because the thing is, we grew up to men and we became fathers, so now we're mature. But you know, it's teenage boys. You are gonna see yeah, some yeah. turntables, hip hop. Yo, yo, how do you think? How do you think? How do you think we, everyone got their drum machines and all the equipment? It's like Long McQuaid. Yeah. I'm sorry, and I'm like, it's it's, it's look, it's, it's a long time to really yeah. remember specific specific. Yeah. But there was there was you know, yeah. hip hop was around. Yeah, yeah, when yeah. I had the opportunity to say, holy damn, I could actually have a technique. Yeah, like, yeah. and a mixer, and we could actually yeah, hook it up. Right Right so that's how you decided to start DJing. Pretty much. I mean, were you buying records already at that uh, point or no? We like, had some records. Okay, we had okay. some records just fucking. No, it was because, like I said, my dad had a turntable too. Hip hop at that time, I don't think people understand. We explained the '80s to a lot of people. Never lived the '80s, but it was all house. It turned records. different. Nice. Everybody, it, you never went into it. There was not a person alive in the '80s in the hip hop that said, "I want to be a DJ." I want to be a rapper. I want to be a producer. I want to be an engineer. None of those ties. You know what it was? Everybody just wanted to be part of hip hop. Whatever was hip hop, yeah, you wanted yeah, to do yeah. all of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So at that time, you just, like, if you saw a turn, like, I scratched, I rapped, I tried to do graffiti, I break this, and so did Scam. And everyone I met and everyone in these podcasts, if you know, it's like a common thread. It went to the 90s when it got formulated I mean, and labels came, because there was no label. Hip hop was that free phone thing, you know what I mean? Yeah. So people did every part of the culture just naturally. So you met somebody, it would be corny if I met you and you didn't try to DJ. See, let me rap, stop you. That just brought you know to I mean? me, yeah. to go back to your earlier question, my man Vince, Vince Klaus. So I lived at 124. Yeah. The building was 176, but 124 was the apartment number. He lived at 124 Frederick. Okay. Right? And he looked similar to me, blah, blah, blah. His mom, it was just him and his mom and an older sister, but in his basement, and we used to be able to enter his basement through the garage parking lot, parking door, right? Underground okay. parking. But he had milk crates and graffiti, and that's exactly, I remember listening to Fantastic Voyage, and one of my first songs was, Fat Boys Are Bad, and you know they can never be whack, and he'd yeah, yeah. and he'd do all that. I'm like, wow, that's crazy. Someone's doing that with their mouth. And then, Biz, Biz and Shantae, Biz, yeah. right? Yeah. And then um, G L O B E Planet Rock. So that's yeah, like eighty two ish. Yeah, yeah. And I'll tell you this: what we would do is in our courtyard. And Thrust can remember this from the Esplanade. We'd play hockey on Saturdays, and prior to that, we would go to the St. Lawrence Market and break dance. I wasn't a good break dancer. Okay. Vincent, the guy we used to go to, he used to do the Canadian windmill, we'd call it. Yeah. Where it wasn't a full windmill, but yeah. he'd like... <laughs> the Canadian bacon. Yeah, <laughs> like... Anyway, no, we got a five field, man. Do we would get all our change yeah. and all our money. I don't know how much it was, but, you know, let's say 20, 30 bucks between a handful of us. Go and buy our gum, our chocolate, our yeah. chips, our garbage patch kale stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kids. But then we'd also make sure we bought batteries double d batteries to for the box so while we're playing hockey in the courtyard we're listening to ron's show from one to one four, to four. Yeah. yeah you understand what i'm saying so while i'm playing hockey and you know me in hockey yeah these are they're two to me they're two pillars yes of of who i am yes is, it is. is hockey yes. and being yeah. active and yeah. being I'll part be of worried, the team i'll be really worried about you i know you'd and be really sick if you didn't play hockey i mean you always ask that if i if i don't see you for a long time that's one of the first things mm -hmm. tweez asks is he still playing hockey i don't even ask him yeah right? do i even so, ask you it, it was it's hand in hand we'd, I'd be yeah, in net a lot of the yeah. time With those You know those pads And the shit would be falling <laughs> up But we'd make sure From, from the breakdancing At the market That we'd have Batteries For Ron's show I remember And then The next part of it With power move and shit Is like a dream come true Okay right? I mean like The, the perfect segue right How'd you meet the power move guys No you Yeah 
This is the story. This is the story. Okay, so let me, before you say this. You're going to say it. I'm just trying to make you say it. So this is another thing. I'm with my buddy Daniel. Okay. We stole the turntables with. So by this time, I I have the turntables already, and he's sort of getting out of the picture because... His parents are pretty strict, European as well, Czechoslovakian. Yeah. They want him to go to university, and they don't think music is the right thing. And, and I just remember, because he lived with both his mom and dad, and the structure in their family, like, you couldn't go over sometimes because they were eating. With me, it was like, you could come over whenever, like, let's just yeah. DJ. Okay. So long story short, when I met you, I was with him, coming back from school at... It was it a Heavy D show? It, yeah. Rest in peace, Heavy D. And EPMD. We was down at the C exhibition. At, at agricultural. I building. remember this picture clear. And me and X was riding. So X was segment. X was Perfect gonna DJ. Segment. Like you know, X always at that time. You know, yeah. hottest DJ to see. They're promoting and the show. He's the DJ, so he's gonna DJ for the show. Yeah, on the and power move for the power move. Time. And we yeah. were gonna go get these drops from Heavy D for the power move. And X was gonna you know set because you play guys had just gotten the power move probably in the last six months. To yeah, that's just when Ron. So it was probably now. Okay, this okay, is okay, nineteen ninety. Okay. Now it was kind of nineteen ninety. We could put it into a time zone. Yeah. We say that right. Yeah. So that would make so, you sixteen. So I'm still listening from. I'm hearing yeah. Ron saying he's gonna leave the show. Yeah. To now a new voice. What well, you were always no, on. Hold on, this is a funny part of the story. Now it's Put this, right? So here we are, Tweez. So it's a typical. You roll around back. Everybody, ex- everybody in Toronto, you can see this part. You can picture it. You've been to the exhibition. It's the back part of the big building, the main gate. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. So we're around the rear there. People get out the car. Normal shit. Nobody's around. It's early. Like five, it was like five, six. Yeah, yeah. About to go on the side door, and I see this guy. This guy. I go to the door. He's like, hey, man. You think I could sneak so in? I'm the, trying to sneak I'm in. trying to sneak in. You think I could hold the crate of records and come inside with you? And I look over and Scam had that same smile <laughs> that you see. You know that warm smile? You <laughs> ain't no Scam know what I'm saying. And he smiled. I looked at him. I looked at X and I said, you know, I'm going to something about this yeah, guy. Nice. And it was just his energy. Because he has this energy. I'm an energy person. Yeah, Anyone know I feel off energy. I don't know what you're saying. I vibe off energy. I go, this guy's energy is great. And the way he asked, he didn't even assume. He just, and he actually asked. Because some people do smart shit. I said, come I on. I said, please. I said, yeah. he did. He said, please. I said, come on, let's go. <laughs> And we never turned back. Dude. Yeah, yeah, totally. It was like That's he came in that and door. I recognized his his. I didn't know. I never knew how you looked. Yeah. But he was outside smoking with X, and I heard his voice and X's voice. I'm like, That's the is guy. that the fucking dude from the every radio? Day you listen to the I'm radio. I'm like, every now's Saturday. my chance. Yeah. It's like, let me get in. If anything, for the concert, fucking. Yeah, and I got it, and I, I'm almost sure it was EPMD. They you were on the. And you know the funny thing about that night, we were, what we went in for, we were there to meet him because we didn't end up meeting Heavy D. At that time, Heavy D had an attitude problem. I remember because X was so mad because he didn't he get the drops. Yeah, he yeah. didn't get his drops and all that stuff. Heavy D pulled some attitude shit. Not his people. It was just like, I don't know, whatever. Rest some, in peace, Heavy D. Yeah, everyone has their moments. Yeah, I'm not trying yeah. to knock Heavy D. For sure. But the, I'm just saying the ironic thing was I always remember this. Like, we weren't there to meet Heavy D. We were yeah, there yeah. to meet that da- meet Scam. Yeah. That was the connection from that. Then we went. That, that, we weren't separable from that. You're and right then shortly is. after, I came to the power move. Like I, I yeah. asked, right, if I could just come and hang out. Like and his phone. He was riding with us from the next day. It's like he was family. Okay, okay, like, okay. Like we was hanging. We yeah. hung every after that moment. It was like we literally we hung every day for the next like tw- yeah. ten years. I'm not even lying. Yeah, like every day. So then when you meet someone comes to your life. Yeah. So that show had nothing to do with Heavy D. Look, look at the chills here. Yeah, nothing crazy. to do with Heavy D. Dude. It was like it's so true, man. I was like, wow, <laughs> it's crazy. How life is like that, but right? Yeah, that's that's. And then I I don't even remember the show or anything. I kid you not. But I remember outside meeting you and then fucking. It was going your spirit? In. Actually, was this something about this like, guy? 
know what I mean? And then we saw you on the tables. Oh, he was nasty too. That's the other thing about Scam. Scam's humble. I love yeah, Scam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, can, I can speak for Scam, okay? I'm outside. That's why it's good I'm here. Scam was nasty too. That's what made it too. He's like, yeah, you should come by my spot. Da, 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 the brown door. So the next day we like, I think we dropped. I think it's before we even dropped you home. Just vibes. I think we might have came in for five Something, minutes. Something because it was close. It was some close. It was close. Espionage thing was close. Yeah. We went in his crib, and that's what did it. I went in his crib, and he had his turntable set up. I'm, you know, remember I come from the legacy. You know, grassroots. Swift, Powers House. So you know those hip hop houses. So I went into his room. I remember it's like, yo, the room right away, Scamp Room was the dopest hip hop room ever. Yo, the hip hop room, all the covers on the wall, yeah, EPMD. All my favorite albums is on the wall already. It's like Kwame's basic, Kano's yeah, basic. Yeah, 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 his, yeah. his room, it's the same I vibe. You know the magazines and shit, magazine parts of the source and all that shit. What, uh, not, yeah. not even the source. What was the one before it? You had them all, but it's the same. Oh, like word up and right on. But stuff I like would that. cut yeah. out little fucking... But Tweez, the same thing you said. Like, when you told me that story, you went into Kano and you go to that bait the first time. Mm-hmm. It's the same. It felt like home. And then he went on the turntables and I seen this guy start cutting up some records, no headphones. And, I, and we were just... I looked at X, X looked at me <laughs> and it's like, this guy ain't going nowhere. So how long before they let you start DJing? I mean, Supreme was on... on it was X and Supreme yeah. okay. with Thrust co-hosting, right? I don't even think Sarah Bartok was there no, she yet. Wasn't there she yet. wasn't was the there The first yet. year it was just us. So it was yeah. just them. And then, like I said, I came in every weekend would just be answering the phones. And Supreme and I, John, started developing a friendship. And he was nasty. He's too. nasty. He he's was awful. fucking. Yeah. Oh, he's one and of the, he was, he's what, a what, he was so precise. Like, mm-hmm. there was no sloppiness. And anyways, him and I started hanging. He started teaching me. Transformers and stuff And then He had a falling out And just Things happened And I took over Basically like And for no other reason It wasn't too long Yeah it wasn't too long It wasn't too long long, man I I don't remember it being long man It's hard to put in And then John and I Remained friends And like for years We did weddings together And like But I still I still Credit him With him really showing Like me my skills Like Oh of course man With mixing Yeah And just Technical shit and really like. Well, him and X, they learn together. That's the thing. There's all these stories behind stories, man. Yeah, That's the yeah. thing about Toronto. So many DJs, right? So DJs yeah. always have DJs. No, yo, DJ never just comes up on his own. Anyways, a DJ always has to piggyback off of two other DJs. Yeah, yeah. Like a DJ's, you know what I'm saying? You ever noticed that? Yeah. And X like, used to no, be in the DMC. DJ, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, any, there's no. X used to enter the DMC. Yeah, was, and, were you in the Metro mix off? No, you were. No, no. I was, did you ever I do something? He was there years ago. You were at the clubs for the kids. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But you were with, weren't you with us at some of the DMC comps? Yeah. We'd go but to never the... Never in it. Never in it. No, but not okay, in okay, it. Yeah, not for some reason, I thought you were but, in but, but that time, everything. Jamon Strong was, was X's nemesis, too. Like, there's stories we got to tell, right? Yeah. Jamon Strong won all those It's all comps, healthy right? competition. And it was man. healthy yeah. competition. And, it, and that DJ time was like, if you see Cash Money come to town, you're like, fuck, we got to up that game. The Cutmaster DC come. You up in your game. Yep, yep. And then all the DJs would get together... And learn that new scratch. Like when the Transformer came out, that's how I no one taught how to do it. He would do shit, and then I try it, and I'd be like, "Holy fuck!" And then I had an old video camera. I remember the one that took the Super Eight tapes. Yeah, and they were so expensive, man. And I'd have to (laughs) instead of buying a new one, I'd have to retape over and over. But I remember like putting the camera on the side of the turntable, and you'd see John, and then he'd move to Supreme, move to the, the the line switch, and I'd study it. And he was just so ill with it. And I would take, like, the EPMD record, which I always loved. DJ Scratch was my favorite. Okay. Him and Cash Money. Okay, um, okay. Like, but DJ Scratch... He's my favorite Scratch used to DJ do, like, to this day, dude. On, the on the big payback. Yo, with, with uh, 
Yeah, Beats man. to the Rhymes yeah. by DMC. Yeah, yeah. man. And he, he was so like, he made it twerp and it was just so flavorful. And I asked Supreme, how do you do it? And he was able to decipher it. And, and I was like, holy shit. Supreme could do every cut. He was crazy with Supreme it. Supreme could do and There wasn't a scratch. Yeah, if he heard it. He was crazy. He was the only DJ I know. He wouldn't invent it. He couldn't. He wouldn't invent he it, though. He wouldn't pioneer it. But if he heard you do a scratch, that guy was the fastest DJ ever known to, to learn yeah, a scratch. He, he would learn it. It's almost like he intrinsically would just hear it and know how to do it right away. Let me say this, too. I right, just want to make crazy. say something for, for me to say and then... Just for all the listeners, but hip hop, I, I, I said this to Maestro years ago, and I say this to a lot of, it saved me from, like, where we lived in the Esplanade, a lot of kids were just one, you know, single mothers, like, who, my mom couldn't take care of me as a young kid. She obviously did, but I'm saying she Stop couldn't watch working. every Stop single working, thing man. she I could do. So right, right, right. a lot of the time, your peers were your family and stuff and a lot of my peers did a lot of nonsense and went to jail and blah 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 but whenever that did happen and we were hanging out and shit was going to pop off and I didn't want to be involved I would go and make a mixtape or practice my cuts or whatever Right. and dudes would be like yeah go fuck they'd like almost like I'm coming tomorrow morning and I want to be the first one with the tape like mm-hmm. give me the so it was almost they they Egg me on. Save you, man. Hip hop saved lives. You know what dude. I mean? Because I would have been doing the same dude. shit, man. Stealing cars lives, and, and robbing people, like just nonsense. Yeah. Well, you know what it was? You know what it was too? The thing about us, it's like with Toronto, and that's why, like, certain people, even like me, like when we we're the downtown kids. Like you know, you're from Rex, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're from Scarborough. People. When you're the downtown kids. We had access to everything real fast. I grew up downtown forever. Like, people were thrust from. I'm from downtown. Mm-hmm. You from downtown. Everybody downtown, within 10 minutes, you got access to everything, man. So, and when I, everything is fair, man. The pimps, the prostitutions, the, the money. Like, if you want it, it's there. It's not like when you, I say, you got to go and travel far to get it. Mm-hmm. We had a million corner stores we could just go into and just grab. Right you know what I mean? We, every, everything was so close. So that's why downtowns are so dangerous for, when you're a young, a young Can male, you the temptations are just crazy. And every city is like major city. And when you're in the biggest major city in your country. We were hip hop, man. You stand right there. Yeah, no, I'm talking. No, that's not doing. I was gonna say that. You just stop. It makes sense. When you the lo- when you in the largest city, it's like that. That's why New York was crazy. That's why LA is crazy. The downtown kids, it's like you got access to so much stuff. The yeah, good, yeah. the bad, the ugly. More than every other kid. You're right in the mix. So that's why sure. the hip hop for us really, really. Me too. I would have been to. Who knows what I would have been to. I mean, too, all man. the record stores were within. A ten minute walk, yeah, fifteen minute yeah, walk, yeah, like yeah. every major. No, road I literally would tell people you would walk. We could walk. Like, downtown kids. That's why region at the shows was crazy because it. region would, wouldn't have to. Region would always reach. You don't have to even take the subway, dude. Focus, you walk. Ten, you walk fifteen minutes. The whole of region part. You don't have to worry about your fare. You just walk the concert hall. Sorry, this shit's just coming to me too as we're discussing. But another thing that, that introduced me to hip hop. I remember I'd hang out a lot of the times with the older kids in the neighborhood, like that were already eighteen. Okay, and I'd sneak into the government with them and because I'd sneak in a couple times not all the time but I'd have to hang out by the DJ booth or sort of just hide because if you're 14, 15 they're going to know like the odd time you could get away with it but I'd have to just just be posting up like this and you'd see the DJ and the crowd would be rocking and you'd see the amps pumping and like it was just that is just you're in a different perspective, especially if you're up high and you got yeah, control of shit. Yeah, exactly. And like, and those are little moments that just are nuggets into. How how, how did you get into production? Um, 
Hmm. I mean, I think it's just a natural evolution, especially at that time. And then you knowing knowing that like dudes like Pete Rock produced and and you know Lark Professor, but X DJ X. He had an SP1200, first guy I knew. You and him used to jam on the SP1200, and I'd go by his house, you know, during the week. And Power had a 12. I remember you might have brought me to Power's house. Yeah, I probably he did. He had the 12 with the floppy disc. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Disc. DRK and I don't think you could turn it off, if I'm mistaken. Did DRK influence you to the DRK bring his around? Later on. Later on, later on, too, on right? for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. But yeah. it, would, it was just other producers that I'd listen to and... and X man, he was he like I said the SP twelve hundred to be able to know that you could take a sample like and just re and think of it a different part of it. And Were you SP twelve hundred from the jump? Yep. Yeah. 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 Logic too. Logic helped me. Can't I big up big shout out to Logic. logic. Oh, word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I tell you Logic on here? Logic is sick. Can I tell you? Logic was sick. I used to go up to Logic's house sure. from the Esplanade. Yeah. Take the. The bus Finch, he's and like he would show me things and we'd talk about right. His dad had records too and stuff. And he was a wizard on the machine. And he had, if I'm not mistaken, he had the twelve hundred and a nine hundred. And I ended up buying my nine hundred from him. And then he hooked me up with Rogue Music in New York, which okay. was the only place that I could find in North America where you could get an SP twelve hundred. So I went to Royal Bank of Canada. I kid you not. I was 18 years old. I went to the Royal Bank of Canada. Hello. They had the youth venture loan. It was called. Hello, what you, did. Uh, you could get up to five thousand dollars, and you had to present your business idea. And I said, I want to start a music production company, and I need this piece of equipment. I did the whole spiel. Had to stand in front of a board like six or eight Kitch. people. Kid Kitch. you not. Right at one King Street. Yep. And I was so nervous. I did it. I got the five grand. Shit. I, I sent a money order. I was yep. so happy. I remember this, man. I sent the money order to to Robed Music. And f- I fuck if I could remember the guy's name, man, to this day. I can't, but. Look at the smile. I just face. remember Look getting it. Look at the smile. Yeah. And watch. I had Logic's SP. He let me use his SP. So I'm making a beat on his SP. I hear. My door. Sorry, I'm sorry, sorry, man. Sorry. And my door, you remember. Oh, my, yeah. So it's my main door, and then my bedroom slash studio is right there. So I'm making the beat, and the door opens out, and the guy from UPS or whatever has my SP. And I'm like, no fucking way it came. And I'm just screaming, like, anyways. And I have two SPs in my house, and I ended up buying the 900 from him. And just, I mean, I'm a creative guy, I think. And DJing is creative. You can cut shit up. Like we used to buy doubles of every record because exactly. we wanted to cut shit up yep. and have the instrumental. And mm-hmm. right, like, right, it was right. about just being creative. And uh, we used to build skateboard ramps and shit. And that's why I bought, my mom bought me the camera earlier. I remember all that shit. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think production is just an it's extension. Yeah, you have. You know I, what I mean? It's an, you have it's a bunch of old footage too, eh? Like Toronto old footage. I do, man. I do. Yo, From CKLN, you've seen it. I've I, sent it to I, you. You saw. I came by your house, but yo, I have. Gotta, I have some old. The world footage. needs. Like this I stuff, said, man. those camera tapes were very expensive. Yeah. So you had to like. There's shit that I recorded over, and to this day, I wish that I had more tapes and didn't record over them. But sorry. what you have is what you have, man. Everybody's yeah, got. There's a couple together, of though. clips from CKLN mm-hmm. of of Sweet Ebony, 
Sweet Ebony. He's good, man. There's um. I thought you know. There's you know, there's shit of uh, exact wisdom opening up for I think Kane is who did they open up for? No, nah, we opened for Special Ed. That's what KGB and Special us. Ed is that you? Special Ed, me and Ten and, and Exact. I think and you're and on there too. Yeah, I'm on there. That's what we opened for Kane. That's what Ten was on the chair. There's a couple different. Ten sat on the chair on stage and did the rhyme. What up, Ted? He's on one of the tapes. The pimp. Yo, you know what I talked? Yeah, yeah, you know what I talked yeah, yeah. to? Hey, I gotta say this right here. I talked to yeah. the God. I talked to the God. Called me from New York three days ago. K Force. Nice. Big up Force, man. He might be on one or two of them. Yeah. Yeah. He come yeah. in. K Force to see us. Hold on. Special announcement. Don't think. I know people saying you guys. You guys are gonna get Force. Me and Force is very, very good, very, very good friends. So just so you know, it's. We talk all the time, but he just wants to be in the city to do it. But he's coming here in a few okay, weeks. Okay. I have a date that he's coming here, nice, and so nice. he's gonna be on here. But that's one of the other people too with the music and the SP12 and the sampling that you gotta. And, the city and so to bring that all around, yeah. I then sold my SP like a year or two ago to Logic. Oh, you sold so, it to Logic. So Logic yeah. has my SP. So if I ever like that's if the SP, Logic it? man, please, I'll get it to you. I'll bring it to you. Blah blah blah. I'll, I'll put a bow on it and all that shit. But if I ever need it, please let me. He's, he's like, like, of that. course, he's, man. I mean, he's like, yo, I Logic's remember, best, I remember when you brought it to Phase's cottage, man. That was like the best shit ever. This guy's this guy's playing me like uh, the discs yeah, of fucking of shit. And I remember, you know what oh, I always man. remember from the SP thrust yeah. thrust always used to say, man, because I get pissed. The disc like it fucking you know you put it. Yeah, you hear it like it talks. And then the nine hundred wouldn't work sometimes. Times and Thrust is like, man, they just have a mind of their own. You just got to give it a little whack, like, and you'd give it a little whack on the side, and it would just like, start working. It would start working. And we'd start tripping out, and it was just funny, like little. Hey, man, those little are, okay, It's so, all energy, right? Okay, so, so yo, who was like the first? Like, who did you produce for first? Thrust? No. Mm-hmm. Was it my first record? Was Danny O? Mm-hmm. Dear Hip Hop. Okay. Dear Hip Hop. Remember on the hey. It's on our podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, you said that. Remember, we were okay. So then, it's okay. Let's let's, let's take it back a step. At this point, like, because we and you were talking. You know, you know, remember, remember, he wouldn't have produced for me because remember, I was we were producing like six, seven years ago, and that was through X. X was producing a lot. Right, right. X was producing from like '87 ahead of his time. time. X was producing records. I don't know if you got into our podcast, but from like '86. You know what I'm saying? From 86. So now you're talking about... brothers. So now in the times of the listeners, we're talking about like 92, 93. So when Scam came, we was ready in production, breaks off for like Dear Hip Hop, I remember specifically. Was the first thing that you ever put out? Put out, yeah. Okay, but were you making beats for Tamarind? I mean, for Deuce? Yeah. And Static at that point? in the neighborhood and stuff, yeah. Okay, okay. Nothing that would have came out... Because there's always that association. Let's just get to that. There's always an association with you and Concrete Mob. Sure. Yeah. And like, so like, like how, how is that? Because just boys from the hood. Yeah. Guys from the hood. Earlier we were speaking. I know like Deuce from Concrete probably like 36 years, like upwards. Oh, so you guys were kids. Years. Young, young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, no yeah. parents and the Shout whole deal. You know, you know what? You know, you know what? You know what? I know Static. what it is. Static. His house. Okay. His house. Was like the hip hop zone. If you were in downtown, you want to go to a hip hop house, like house would play records. Yeah. You could make noise. You know those homes? Like there was five of them in the city. So scam spot. His moms was so cool, his, or his moms would be working all the time. It was like that. So anybody downtown, that's why those records that came out of downtown was always out of his house. And people come to see him. So he every Saturday, Scam would just jam. Like before Power Move, we was doing it. You could go to Scam's house from eleven. I used to call it. The, the, I used yeah. to call. You go from like eleven in the morning to like seven. And anyone downtown that had half decent skill that could rap, did it, they'd be in Scam's room. So that's how all those records came. Scam would sit there in that room, like Boiling Point, all those records. I remember, remember before we jumped on those tracks, 
he would just go through his beats and he'd be making, and we just all be in Scam's room rapping. Me, Lucho, yeah, Stad, yeah. whoever was it just around that was cool enough. Can I had a rap, you? you know what I mean? And then eventually all of those Saturdays became these records that you're talking about slowly over time. Because then someone decided to own the beat or something. You okay, know what okay, I mean? Okay, okay. So watch this is a, so boiling point. Yeah. So Dear Hip Hop was a Ramsey Lewis record. Yeah. Sick fucking just it's, it was just there, man. Yeah. Like, deep, yeah. and then some drums, and it was almost a given. And then that little Pete Rock horn, right? That he used, anyways. But Boiling Point, I had Boiling Point. I kid you not, I had everything in Boiling Point. The little sound, every sound except the piano, the main piano. Okay. And I was going through records. I kid you not, for like two weeks, like I had the beat playing with everything, the bass line, the drums, and then just ah, this is dope. It's kind of cool. Da da da. And I kid you not, when the I found the record with the piano, yeah, it just instantly I knew like holy shit, that's got to be it. Litty. And then Deuce and Static heard it like shortly after, and we just fucking went into the studio and I put Frankenstein's, which I'm because yo, because Daniel said, crazy. remember Daniel was on. He said that he wanted that beat. Yeah, that's yep. what I'm saying. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Scam, my memory's a little better than Scam. Trust me, we hung out enough. Mm-hmm. He knows what I'm saying. He will attest to it. That's what I'm saying. Before that time, I remember, because I remember, I recorded with him, but I didn't record with Scam for a long time. Like, I went by his house and hung out for a year before, yeah, yeah, I, before, before I did records. People know, like, yo, you were fucking with Scam, and they think of my EP. But there was a period, and that's within that year to, like, eight months to a year period when he was establishing himself on the power move. Like, just when people started, you starting to hear his name, that's so just watch. those, I'll give that's you an those Saturdays. You know what I'm saying? Everybody was vibing, vibing. I, remember, I have memories of... Of the boiling point beat, and I remember all of us would be just rhyming on our Saturdays with the remember the beer. We you had know the beer. Just the boiling point. Yeah. Yeah. It's from uh, it's from um, BDP. Uh, nervous. Nervous. Yeah. Okay, right. Okay. That sound. Is in boiling point. The stab. But it's also the scratch. His KRS's first lyric from that song. Time and time again, as a pick of a pen. Yeah. Th- but I use that for the interlude for the past and present. Yeah. Scratch it. Time and time again. Time and time. So it was very, very close. Like the same time Boiling Point was being done. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So we but did all we those records at the same time. Yeah. Like we did record all that with probably, it's all Frankenstein Studio, all yeah. the same time. Those records are done probably in the same week. 94. But, but I'm telling you this, my G, we vibed to all those records and beats or riding on top of that shit for like a year before we recorded it. It was almost like we just caught up to Frankenstein's when Frank came into our How life. He come in. Because he, he came into the picture through me. I went to high school with Frank, okay. man. See, so I'm, a, I'm a weird link in the city. He's an stuff, important dude. part of it, too, He man. came in, and then he had the studio option. Me and Frank was going to... That's when I was going to... Uh, Harris with, with with Infinite and Lopez okay. and all those. We was going to get the music education Holly thing. Lopez. And Frank was in there taking the production thing. So I left Frank from high school in day, and then we linked in, and then we was on the power. And that scam was vibing. So it's like. So you were taking everything there to get make. Because Frank always credits. Okay. You know what Frank always credits? Frank always credits me for linking with you and you linking with me. Which I've been talking to Frank yeah, three yeah. times this week. I have this thing in my phone. Yeah. I got. I, hey. Speaking of Frankenstein, <laughs> a lot of stuff coming up. Files. Frankenstein's he, about to. We're doing that next soon, too. He mixed Boiling Point. Yeah. Yeah. And. Because that's when you started SDP recording. And Dear Hip Hop. So. Okay. And, wait, Dear Hip Hop? Frank did everything. Yeah, I'm pretty dude. sure. I just. You know what I remember with Dear Hip Hop is, is Seer. I remember going to his condominium and overlooking someplace in Scarborough and re- formatting, and he was showing me how to do some technical stuff with 
the 900. The 900, yeah. Or in his case, probably the 950, very right. similar, in to get ready for the studio for me to feel comfortable. Because when I, you know, when I shit that, I used to get hype. But remember that time. Going to the studio hey, was like going here's for the other a, proof an I have. interview. That's like, you, okay, now you're seeing what, now, you you wanna, get, now, I'm, now I got scared what I'm talking like, about. Even that, because you never went into the studio and formatted songs before. So we had a period of time, I remember even at your house, with the cuts and everything. Uh -huh. So before we went to Frankenstein, it was so a long period of time. time. Like for Boiling Point, for all that stuff, everybody had the verses all the arranged. Dropouts the dropouts, all, everything yeah. was done. And then when he went to Frank's yes, Studio, sure, sure. All those songs were fast. That's why it was so Just fast. Song zero one, boom, yeah, and, it just, and everybody yeah, knew yeah. the verses because we were already doing it in his basement for hours. You don't want to be there. For, and then his parents and stuff like Frank. Yeah, Frank Frankenstein yeah. was in his basement where his mom and dad lived in Woodbridge. Yeah, dude, we yeah. was like so. His mom and dad were mad cool too to be able to allow. Oh yeah, you know. Like just every week or weekend, there's different dudes coming in. It's loud. If we some of us smoked, we would never smoke in the house, obviously. Yeah, but yeah. you'd have to go outside and like yeah, yeah, yeah. pull up with loud music. Like they were pretty chill, man, to to allow all that. And he had some <laughs> hit records from all that shit. Like you know, what I mean? but we, that's the thing. It was all respect. We respected hip hop. Mm -hmm. Like I respect it to this day. There's elements of it that I I may not like, but. I still respect it, and it's it, everything has to change and transform. But I'll tell you, in terms of new stuff, lyrics, the lyrics, a lot of the guys, you know, but the music and the way producers and hip-hop have been able to take, like, a kick drum and mm -hmm. just fucking... Just turn do, it into a bass line. Do crazy shit with it, and just, like... When I DJ nowadays, like there's one place I DJ where the subwoofer is literally right next to me, and the guy that does the sound is a serious like he he's particular, so he always makes it makes it nice and sweet. Yeah. But the way new shit is mixed, especially the Drake stuff, oh, like yeah. Gadget, yeah. is insane, dude. Like when I program the stuff for Roots, I kid you not. When the when a Drake song comes on, you've got to turn the bass down on the main mixer. Like you know, like know. it's it's it's, we, it's from the grassroots song, right? From the grassroots song, you see yeah. that sound that T.O. It's T.O. man. T.O. sound. That's a T.O. sound. That's why I told I told some kids that yesterday that we got a sound here that's special, and certain people generated the sound. It's, it's a, a warmth and a thing to our sound. It's like the North American Caribbean, but the new the new Creole stuff, beats, you know, the new new type of beat makers and shit, all the trap stuff you can say, whatever it is, even the new stuff that's boom bap, just the sonic quality yeah. to me, and the sounds that these producers have chosen, and everything is just where it should be. Like I don't know where music will go in the next mm. little bit. Like it's it sounds unbelievably. Everything's gonna go back a little like, bit, man. I have to go back anyways, a little bit. But music, music got away from hip hop's the driving music. force for all that. I think. What? Yeah, yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. For for just. I think it's music always, in general is gonna be good because the cost of music. The thing about our era and our time that people don't understand, and you said it, like you went to the loan, got a five thousand dollar loan just to get one piece of hardware. Yeah. Now for like my phone and for like a free phone for thing, I could do the same thing that cost me like. Mm -hmm. All this money So creative people I believe now Our generation younger And those coming up Have the will And the capability To sit at home And not even worry Have those limitations oh, And, that's and to express themselves So all they right? have to do is Take the time Because generation Is <laughs> fast, fast, fast But the minute generation Sits back What were they doing back then And looks at the quality of stuff And realize Has a, like a I call it Awakening mm -hmm. It's going to be crazy Because now They're going to be able To take all these records Take through all this stuff Man 
Look what you can do at home for nothing. Yeah, yeah, no, for that, sure. And look, you can still look at we can all but still see, do. This is what you know I was saying, saying to you earlier. Because that was always the limits. Yeah, That's yeah. what made people sample. That's what people do hit hip hop because you couldn't afford a band. You couldn't afford all these things. You just run around to get these pieces like, of equipment to express yourself. Now you can express yourself almost on levels of it, it's unbelievable. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And low cost, man. Mm -hmm. No, absolutely. Low, 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 low cost, man. Like, I mean, but ultimately, that's what I'm saying. Ultimately. The big records from the big producers, yeah. there's always a big collaborative effort, I find. Like, it's very rarely will you find mm -hmm. a big record nowadays where someone just made a beat by themselves or with someone else, yeah, and then it. they went into some random studio and it became a hit. Like, certain, certain songs, don't get me wrong, what's that one? Ella the Boo? What's her name? Yeah. Ella... It's an R&B song, man. From oh, what's my, my boy? Anyways, it's, that's like an underground record that became big mm -hmm. because it's just so dope. Good. But I don't know how much is behind her, but I'm saying most of, I think, big records like the Kanye's, oh yeah, man, you know, Metro Boomin and stuff. There's multiple producers on it, multiple writers. They're at huge studios. Everybody, there's a specific engineer. Like there's, it's an engine. It's a machine. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but maybe the first creative process is just Kanye beating on his shit by That's himself. That's what it is, man. That's he's you always telling the good music. But man. then it goes to a level where the professionalism just has to be there for it to. Go number one, you know what I mean? Oh, dude, man, like, it's yeah, it is a whole marketing thing, man. But um, <laughs> it is. Well, I mean, everything's part of a structure, man. Everything we love was part of a structure. The Hit Squad was a structure. You know what I mean? Main Source was a structure. You talked to K Cut. You gotta have that, but it's like the way you express it. As I say, it's the way you express it and your intention going into it. Are you going just to maximize it? Are you going to leave a piece that will stand the test of time? Mm -hmm. That's the way I look at it. Like, what kind of contrib? Are you going in to make a contribution? Are you just going to it for a cash grab? <laughs> like, it's your energy behind it, and that's what's going to make it withstand. And you know what? No matter what, I've never heard something that's not good not get noticed. Can you show me one thing that's that really, really, in from the ground on up, that was really solid and good that no one didn't notice? It doesn't happen. It's noticeable, it's noticeable. People yeah. are gonna gravitate to something that's good. You just know. No one needs to tell you. We're just so marketed to. No one needs to tell you that song is good. Yeah. We knew that from early hip hop. We had no pictures, nothing on the wall, no radio, no images. Everybody around the world gravitated towards Run DMC. Everybody in the world gravitated towards KRS One. There was no videos. Everyone gravitated towards Kane. Everyone grabbed towards NWA. Everybody grabbed towards Ice Cube before all of this marketing. That's why our generation, we look at it as kind of funny. Like, dude, we had none of this. And we already knew what was dope was fine. No one had to tell us. You went out on Saturday, everybody was wearing all the fucking the feelouts of the MCMs. No one had to tell you every day, hey, go on it put on this because this is, makes you hip-hop or makes you super mad. You know what I'm saying? I so like that's why I say when that mentality come Ewing, back, Patrick when that mentality come back in general, in what a consciousness, and it will, the awakening, then things will be great again. That's all it takes, man. All right, it's game. It's great game. again. Let's make it great. But there's some stuff. You, there's some other stuff we got to get into. Oh, I know, man. There's so on, much man. stuff we got to We got times of podcast. I mean, let's just, talk about, let's just talk about you guys, you and Concrete. I mean, you guys, Boiling Point, which is the ultimate classic. You know what I mean? Like, you did a ton of other stuff for them. Yeah, right? still to this day. I mean, yeah, yeah, he's doing a lot of stuff with Noble from the Oh, yeah, you're working good, yeah. Did you produce stuff on that? Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, they have a bunch of other producers, but if they probably have four albums by now, yeah. maybe five, like, they've been yeah, doing I some work. You work hard, man. I've got a handful of yeah, music good, tracks man. on there yeah, that, yeah. that I'm, I'm proud of, you know what I mean? Like, 
done shit with Rich Kid. I got some unreleased Rich Kid oh, stuff that I, I like know to about that. Um, right? That I think is hot. Why don't you do an EP, um, man? Call Rich. Do an EP, man. Just I got scammer, so much. Don't you have working with Wild too? Wild stuff. Just so much. Uh, just things because hey, it's time for a scam EP. Come on, stop hoarding. I had a studio, hey, right? Hey, not, not so much. Hey, anymore. stop hoarding, artists. Stop hoarding your music. <laughs> stop hoarding art. Right, I'm supposed to be put on the wall. Scam. I'm calling you out on the podcast. Stop hoarding. Put it up. You know what? Let's just let's just talk. Same with the footage. You did a lot. You did a lot of classics. Footage, a lot of footage. Yeah, we gotta stop hoarding. Yeah, let's talk about that. Hey, that we gotta stop hoarding. Hey, we gotta put this up PSA. All of us. I I, I hoard too, but I share too. But we gotta stop. We gotta stop hoarding all our jewels, our music, our stuff, man. Let's find a way. Let's make that portal. Somebody who's not even a producer, rapper's gotta make a portal, a place where we can just go and one stop. Our like the archaic records. Just put this shit up. I mean, yo, we gotta talk about one joint, the Bishop. Bishop About to change Yo That's one of my favorite That It's funny because That and Boilerplate Point Two of my favorite beats From Toronto Nice nice You know what I mean Um I mean I guess obviously You would have met Bishop Through the radio show Bishop Yeah it would have been Through the radio Wait hold on This guy's funny Bishop's gonna get mad at you What did you do When you first went to CKLN what, what did you used to do? What was right. your first job? You said it on this podcast. Answer the phone. Yeah, that's what I said. So how did Bishop get on our show? I'm going to show you how I remember shit. Did he get on? Bishop used to call it every Saturday. Yeah, he, he definitely the called. Yeah. Half the time, he, was, he would go through. He said, I remember in the moment. Yeah, remember you had to call yeah, yeah. to get on, man. And it then there was like Mr. Nia. Big shout out to Nia. I did a lot of stuff yeah. at Nia's studio. Yeah. Too Crazy Mental. He used to come down to see Kellen. He... He's another dude that has a lot of stuff. Like I agree with you in, on no, no, but he was he's asking what the bishop saw. Yeah, yeah, but I'm, I'm trying to say yeah, 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 Rolodex, my Rolodex no, is going because off Bishop's now. career yeah. started. And I want to give other guys back, shouts. He he was instrumental. A lot of stuff I did with the the bandits and Trench, mm-hmm. Shirley Dynamo, uh, the oh, whole, the whole Dynamo? region yeah, yeah. crew stuff. Okay, okay. I did a lot of shit yeah, with the region crew for years, man. Turk. Like a lot of those guys, just when they were young, just because through Boiling Point, through the Concrete Mob, and the downtown vibe. Yeah, downtown. Oh, okay. um, downtown. But we yeah. went to, to to Crazy Mental to do stuff there. But bit, I used to live at St. Clair and uh, Dufferin. Okay. And I converted my house, bought a house. I converted this the garage into a studio. So spent who knows how much, like a two car garage into a studio. Had everything in there, and that's where I did the bulk, pretty much all of Bishop's stuff that I did with him, like his his about to change, and he was messing with Lounge. He was doing stuff with Damon oh, okay, and Lounge okay. and Desmond the Dread, yes, right Desmond. from back in the day. And once again, same thing, downtown vibe. Um, just yeah, just being in the scene, and obviously CKLN. You know, we were on. I was on CKLN for from '91 to '96. And then from 98 to 2007, I was Maestro's live show DJ. So oh, I was shit. On, the show okay. with, on the road with Maestro for, in support of first, um, Stick to Your Vision. Yeah. You know, these Eyes, which just took off. He came back from New York, got a deal with Attic Records, and I thrust again, once the instrumental. And Maestro would say this to you. First of all, Maestro comes back. He has. He's still. You know. He's been keeping on contact with people in the scene, but he doesn't really know exactly what's what's what. Okay. He contacts Thrust. He's like, "Yo, I need some beats. I'm doing an album. I'm working out a deal with Attic Records. Who are the producers that I should get beats from?" Thrust naturally says, "Scam. Check scam." I end up giving Wes 
two cassettes filled with beats, like like 80 beats in total. Okay. And he was like, fuck, this guy's work ethic is bananas. And on top of that, he's got some sick beats. So I ended up doing eight beats on Built to Last. Yeah. Did it at Phase One Studios, which is a studio that Thrust hooked up with Scott Watson. Yeah. Scott Lake, man. What up, Scott? From Harris, when he was at Harris, which he made reference to earlier. We used to go into that. Now I'm just sort of putting pieces together. We used to go into that studio for free. Thrust hooked it up. This guy Watson used to do all the rock sessions, and he was getting his his chops wet. But he wanted to he, do hey, hip hop. Hey, you know he's a man now. He's a man now. You but know, he wanted he to go, do this at at. at in, hey, for everybody don't know, Phase One Sundays. is Sundays. Hey, phase One's the studio. The Stones. We can we hear Phase like, One on the back of that record. That's the same studio. Like all analog, two inch yeah. tape. That's the only studio with the knee. First and the time Stones tweets, recorded all this stuff. In there. I ever. Found out about Woo. Pro Tools. Yo, we movie. had to do an edit, a radio edit for one of Thrust Records, and he goes, "Yeah, it's going to this room." Fucking opens the door. Oh my God, there's this system called Pro Tools, and I'm like, "What is it?" He puts the reel on, does whatever he does, and he's he goes on the screen and these waveforms and stuff, and he's editing and shit, and I'm like. Because before, you had to splice it with the tape, yeah, man. Yeah, dude. And I'm like, what is that? What the, like, and he's trying to explain it, and he's like, it's $100,000 and something. I'm like, my whole body just, like, <laughs> like just like, what the hell? at the time, right? Yeah, it's the first yeah. thing. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like we're saying, that's the pre, that was like one of the premier studios if in North America. Dude, that say. is the studio like, that the story. I remember him saying movie. stories. He was telling stories about him coming in, and there's a pile of blow. And fucking the Stones, what's his name? Uh, Keith Richards and the other guy, uh, not Mick Jagger. That's Keith Richards. No, but Keith. the other, the two of them, the yeah, guy yeah, that's yeah, still yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Anyways, I forget, he, they're just literally dumping their face in it and doing blow. And I'm like, right on that table there where my SP is? He's like, right fucking. Yeah, when they come to town. Yeah. <laughs> that's the studio when they come to town, they book it for a month. He got you his chops wet. They come, they come, they come, tweeze, and they're like this one month. And nobody going there. You know, I heard you make the reference before, and I don't. Who are the bandits? The, uh, that's his production. Time bandits. Time bandits. Time bandits. No, time bandits. The bandits. The, the bandits. Group, the bandits. Just, that's oh. a, a group from um, from St. Jamestown. Okay. It's downtown again. Just downtown. And you did like a joint yeah. for them, right? Downtown kids, man. See, my buddy Sal downtown used to kids. ride a bike. Tamer's Deuce's brother. Yeah. Used to ride his. Mo- he was crazy on the motorbike. Yeah. He would go everywhere and sell weed and just fucking stunt. Just he's like a stunt. He's like so big rough riders, dude. Yeah. And he just knew people. He was just personable cool, and cool and shit, South chopping cool, it up. Dude, you know man. how it is. And he South had the sick chromed out bikes and he was fucking, he had no fear. Yeah, man. He had no fucking fear. He'd just be on, like, just you name it, the craziest shit. But he'd go around and he'd, he'd say, you, dude, you need to hook up with so and so. And he told me about. Burns, okay. which is the Bandits, and he okay. brought me brought him to my studio in the Esplanade years ago, and I was just like, "This guy's sick. He's he's ill." But once again, a lot of shit happens. Guys get caught up. The streets, man. The streets. The streets he's man. still alive. He's still doing shit. Don't get me wrong. But <coughs> if he had it his way, and if I had it my way, I would have wanted him to focus all his money and energy and into the music you know what I mean but you need guidance you need someone to you know what I mean same as with Concrete Mob you know what I mean we Julian Arthur he had Groove a lot and we gotta get Julian on sometimes what's his name Ghetto Concept obviously was on there they had some big records one of Juno right and it just turned out the way it was but a large part of that I feel was just the heavy influence of the streets 
um, with in regards to Concrete Mob, but with Ghetto, they were more business. They handled their business differently. Mm-hmm. Like they had some street influence. Like they, had that. Yeah. they had management, but you know, you know, you know. Yeah. Concrete Mob was. Serious. Yo, Concrete Rob was really real, doing like Concrete Mob. Hey, like, Concrete Rob is. Mean? Hey, I'm downtown. I'm telling you, Concrete Mob is real. But the thing about downtown is, let me tell you one thing about downtown. You can be fake in other spots. You can't be fake downtown. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You couldn't be a downtown kid, teenager running around claiming you want and be fake because you'll just be accosted and accosted and checked. You'll be checked and accosted. And it's just like you know, any downtown major cities like that, though. Like, we're not that special like that, but it was just cool like that. But you are right. Just sorry, because I'm looking at your notes and yeah. to loop around to Bishop, you would have been right about me answering the phone and. Bishop saying no, because that made his so whole career. So, right. His career started because he used to call in every day to eat the beat. Yeah, so course. I'm just trying to show you the tie. How instrumental you are to other people. Because sometimes we're just humble. I'm like, yo, you know, if you didn't pick up the phone of Bishop, Bishop we that led to that, and then, then he got his name because he would kill every freestyle every Saturday, and then from that he got the spark, and then that's how everybody know Bishop. See the energy here that's in all. Toronto now. Like to me, Toronto now is a world class city. Like it's it's top five. Like New York. Toronto, I mean, I haven't traveled to like overseas, but you could say LA. LA, I know you can talk about pretentiousness and stuff, but when people talk about Toronto, it's like, but really, back 15, 20 years ago, it was nothing like that. We always thought we were 10, 15 years behind New York City, especially when it came to hip hop. Well, that was the music industry. Nobody wanted to be, like, it's like you said, very few people went to Harris. To, to look at the, the music side of it, like no, the, the business, business side of it. You know what I mean? Everybody wanted to be the rapper or the producer or the this. And now we have a lot of people that actually want to drive the business and set up those meetings and yeah, make those yeah. structures. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Plus we have the talent, which we've already had. So I'm just saying, imagine you can go back to Danny O, mm-hmm. right? The whole, the whole Mono. first compilation, Mono. really, yeah, Monolith, KGB. Like if there was an engine behind groups like that with that talent and that type of sound the way we have it now or even like a little bit less take your foot off the gas gas a bit but if you go anywhere in the world right now and say you you're from toronto and you're in the music industry a producer people are giving you cards left right and center you know what i mean it's it's we're the hot spot because of drake and other producers and stuff but because we're sick with it too it's a melting pot of all different cultures and when you let it just be it's going to be, and it's had so much time to foster, but now, because the spotlight is on us, because Homeboy's had so many number ones and time on the Billboard start, people can't hesitate but to look for Toronto. Toronto's and having a rent. always been Kino here. said it when he left away. Kitty said he goes when he's away, because he's been away from here, and he goes, you know, Toronto's like, like people look at us like, and I noticed anyways, I was in Toronto, but we're the new Berlin. You know what I'm saying? We're the new Renaissance. It's just that new spot. It's and the, the reason I'm thing. saying that... And everybody caught up to us finally. Is all these all right, artists so. that you're mentioning, I have files to to prove it. It's it's, it's oh, on the they? tape. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, if you had a, a ritzy video or just a sick video that you shot now and maybe you just changed the kick drum a bit or even left it the same but just made it a touch more current for now, a song that Bishop and I did in 98... It still sound good to Would be fucking You'd be like Whoa what is that shit Who's spitting like that Like Or an old shit that we Like you know what I mean Yeah you can't really put out An SP1200 beat Now To have it compete I would think Me sonically speaking But you'd have to fucking You, you potentially whatever. could You Who could do knows? whatever you want that's, See that's We gotta change too. We gotta it's change your mind state. Hey you know what it is yeah. It's people's mind state Before you didn't care What was up. Just put out my so, record I think people need to get back to like 
Fuck what you even hearing. Why? Fuck competing. I'm competing with me. If I like it and I think it's great, that's my competition. That's, for me, that's my level of competition. Because pleasing yourself is the hardest. I think we need to get back to pleasing ourselves, making stuff that we like, and stop looking around and just I put love it, and putting beats, that art man. out or putting that paint. You still, still, you still make beats, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I do it. It's, it. To me, it's therapeutic. It's therapeutic man. Man. Oh, I yeah. see the same breath as therapy. Like, yeah. and, and I, I do it. It's quick, too, man. Like, I can make a beat pretty quick. Yeah, let me, t- let me tell you. But then me. when you get into the finessing yeah. and all the other stuff, obviously, but... At face value for like for the initial to I feel like the nod factor, but to get to someone to really write to it and get technical, then you got to work on it. Yeah, shit. of course, of course. But I enjoy just like let me tell you banging something. shit out and listening to them in the car. And just there was there was a point in time fuck. when it was me, Scam, and Phase doing our thing, Fat Thursday, right? Mm-hmm. Yo, we used to go to the cottage for a week, make beats. Sick. Yo, yeah. this guy, I'd call this guy. <laughs> he'd call me fucking 6.30 in the morning. Yo, you up making beats yet? Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey? Yeah, man, of course. And I'd yeah. be like, yo, I'd wake up at like 7.30. I do that quite like, often. Yeah, that's, oh, the, yeah? that's the energy. Still, that's yeah. the energy. Yeah. And that's, I, that's the, I used to love about this guy, that's, the, that's yeah. hip-hop, yeah. dude. That's what I tell people. That's hip-hop. That energy in itself yeah. is hip-hop. Fuck what you make. Fuck how it sounds. And you wake yeah. up in the Seriously, morning. I wake up out of bed. And that's what I'm saying, but that's the energy of hip-hop. Not very many people had an SP-1200 in their bedroom with turntables and records. I'm saying back in, yeah. like that's 90, 92, 93. Like Dude, can't. now everybody has that. But yeah. I'm saying for me to be able to do that, and I didn't know you back then, I'm saying, yeah. but I used to do that when I was first, first making beats. Yeah, like, just time. wake up. I'm, I'm naturally a morning yeah, person. Yeah, 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 yeah. So to that's me, I'm like, I get up all bright eyed and bushy tailed. You feel good. I used to drink mad orange juice. Like crazy, you know what I mean? Yeah, Fucking, yeah. you just you put on a record or whatever. You just and you just there was it was a force, man. But that's the energy. That's, that's the like, energy of hip hop. You just see the production zone, the rapper zone, the DJ zone, the dance zone, like, the philosophy zone. That's the we all have it. That's what drew us all together, and that's what keeps it going. That will never die, and that's not for everybody. You can't teach that. You can't put. I it love it. Time. I love it that you, you can't market it. Like, oh man, it, yeah. look, I'll tell you this: if I could, that would be my. Like to me, that's still my dream is to make, to have a number one or top ten song with an artist. Like I'd love to go on Billboard or Apple Music, and see boom number seven, so and so produced by, you know what I mean? Even co-produced or whatever. But as long as I can see, I've always since day one felt, and I'll still strive for that, man. Like you said, it could be any type of sound. It could be anything, fucking, as long as it has that energy and stuff. But. And I feel proud to be from Toronto, man. Like, that's one thing I always loved Maestro saying. He, we'd be anywhere, and he'd say, I'm proud to be from Toronto. Make sure you're proud where you're from. Whether you're in Red Deer and there's 15 people at the show, don't, like, people would come up to us and say, what, what? Yo, man, how could, why are you coming to Red Deer? And Maestro's like, dude, be proud of where you're from, man. Like, that's, you, you got to stand for what, you know, Hip hop energy mean? is being confident though. So and when you exude the energy, of it, confidence. Sure. Of course, every rapper is confident. I'm the best on the mic. The cadence is confidence and being proud. It's yeah. representing your. You speak it for it's your community. community. We're all proud it's community. To be from Every, oh, no, but everything, you know, but everything we're talking about is very. Everything we talked about is very exceptional. It's community. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's what it is, man. Being proud and being respected enough to walk around your community. That's hip hop. And hip hop was like that. Respect, it's, that. respect was key. And see, that's and why I still make dude, beats because I respect yeah, hip hop. Yeah. But the energy of hip hop, I may not like everything, dude. but that I hear, obviously. But here's the thing: but yeah, some shit, I'm like, hold on, don't cut off the energy here. But I'm trying to say the hip hop energy is volatile. It's strong. It's not conforming. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah We yeah. gotta always remember that yeah, And yeah. that's We gotta remind ourselves What are you liking? That, what are you liking right now That you hear? Like Like specifically? Yeah Toronto <laughs> Oh man Toronto shit See, okay, hold on, hold on. Let's, let's just talk about this For a second, right? Because People know what you do now, right? Like you, With the roots and everything that, Like I mean, maybe not all, but nah, you, you can't see that. You program gotta see, you gotta see. You gotta yeah. music for Roots Canada. You, you like, program so if you go into a store, I program music for their stores. Okay, yeah, yeah. So you listen, and I know this about you. You listen to, to a ton, to lots of stuff of music, right? Yeah. What do you like? What's like? What stands out to me? Yeah. Um. To all genres, like country. Okay. Some country shit is crazy because. The lyrics in the country is so witty and so well thought out, and the right. musicality is amazing. It may be about something I don't even like agree in, but I feel that I'm, I've always been good at, especially with hip hop. But because country's so far off, I almost feel when this, the sincerity. Mm. Like I know when an, with an MC with what they're saying, if they really feel it, if they really be, what's that guy Six Black? Mm-hmm. Yeah, is that yeah, how you say it? Yeah. Love it, love his shit. Be- I just, I just feel like what he's spitting is just one hundred percent what he's living. Authentic. Yeah, yeah and it just yeah. comes through. You can't not like. It just has an energy, like we say. But I, I can feel the same. In it's, I forget her name. And pardon me to the listeners, but I forget her name. But what's that song? Alamea. But my boo. It's a. It was a big song. Just a couple. I'm so bad because, like I say, I listen to a lot. Of, but when I first heard that, it's an R and B. She's sick. I think she's from Atlanta or something. The video. She has like a throwback jersey, and she's just. She's not the most beautiful, most skinny, but she's so real, and the song is so awesome. Like I just love it. That new Kanye. I love it. I like my dick suck. I'm a sick fuck. Like a oh, genie in a bottle. No, fucking the new Kanye. Oh, the new Kanye thing. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Crazy, just That's crazy. Yeah. I, the beat is hypnotic. Yeah. I love it. And then what he's saying, I'm I'm a sick fuck. I want my dick suck. Who doesn't fucking want to hear someone else say that or say that themselves? Yeah, right, like right, 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 right. like exactly. he's just being Kanye, Authentic. man. It's just Authentic. fucking. That's what I just like. Like, yeah, and yeah. it could be any music. You know what I've been listening to a lot of? Kid you not, love it. I Quebec. Okay. Blue note shit. I, th- I think he's a trumpet player. You know what I think? You know what? I'm gonna give you guys a jewel. Love it, man. You know, what, you know I don't even know what he is because I just fucking just turned it on. Did you listen to the Carter's album? Yeah, don't. I like it. Oh, I don't think you listen to that. I like so, it. I, so, you, I thought you like it more but, than that. I think you But you see, back. this is the thing. Like I said, my job is to listen to music. So a lot of the time, you need to go back. I just, I just physically oh, yeah. do not have the time. And to another me, thing I do is me, it's so crazy how I film this talking record. Just because like, I know you're my music fan. Yeah, yeah. To me, I will listen. Now I went over like this to me, yeah. and I've done this to a lot of people. To me. That is the greatest record I've heard in the book. Okay, but let me Three say this. This is, what, this is what I did do. And this is this something... Is this, this is something I don't tell many people, but in all candidness, if, if... Okay, so I listened to it enough. When I first heard Ape Shit, 
I was like, what the fuck is that? That shit is bananas. Dude, you should hear the rest of the record, dude. I know I did, but I'm saying when I heard ape shit, you know what I did? I used machine, machina, to to produce. Oh, is that what you're using now? So I'm just looping it back into this, really. Like, so... I listened to it enough and respected that particular That's track enough. Man. And then there's another one. I forget it, but it starts nice. off with a slow. Boom. Nice. <laughs> nice. And the bass yeah. is nice. just like, oh my gosh. So what I did is when I really, really feel a track, I'll put it into machine and sample it and mm-hmm. loop it and then program my own drums and put it in the same key and basically not recreate the beat. Like I won't make the hits the same and fuck yeah. I'll use it as a groove and then I'll put filters on it so it slowly gets hidden more. And then before you know it, it's gone. And I have all my own elements from that beat. So I did that with ape shit. That's crazy. You and I did that with so, the second one. So it one. did pull you. No, I'm wondering. Yeah, me and my those like, two, I'm just testing if his ears Those two on. specifically Picasso. got me enough to like. To go back, To right? put it in to and go put back. it in my machine okay, and literally make a beat. I could send it to you. Well, I know like. like yo, so we, I'm, so trying, you know hey, I'm, to say? Hey, I'm sorry. I'm not one to promote albums. You never hear me do this in the podcast. Like, but I'm telling a lot of people. I slept on this record. I slept on the car. It wasn't until DRK or somebody said to me that normally wouldn't say they go, you know what, dude? Yeah, yeah. This yeah. Carter's record, this Carter's album is actually fucking crazy. They said it three months after. I kind of, I like the ape shit. Everyone comes with a hot single. Let me tell you something, my G. In my phone right now, I've been beating this album. You know why? I'll tell I can't you why. stop playing this album, man. They truly love each other. No, it's not even that. No, I not, think so. Hey, 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 dude. The chemistry hold on. Hold on. Hold on I'm not talking so about Jay Z. I'm not talking about Jay Z and Beyonce. So I'm talking about you're a producer. As a producer, yeah. take the two of them off of it and just listen to the production yeah, on this I, album. That's this why I album put it is, into my MP's. The production on this album is crazy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying? I yeah. took the time to literally Ooh. fucking to spend me, an to hour. Me, honestly, you still have your 3,000? Hey, I do. Yeah. yeah. To me, yeah. dude, you know what it reminds me of? When I listen to it, why I'm saying this, it reminds me of you. Mm. That record's like a scam record. Go home, Stop. I'm your friend. Listen to the production. I will, I will. You can pop up. Dude, some of the stuff on there, I'm like, I gotta send them the two beats I made yeah, from, yeah, from yeah. like. I'm like, that's some stuff scam with you. And I'll name it the same. I'll name it Ape Shit. Right. But I'll put it in caps so I know in my head the Where way I organize yeah. shit. There's some reminiscent stuff that's kind of like. I've done that with like, like, like dear hip hop. Dude, there's some stuff on the way they, they do some oh, yeah. stuff on that. Canadian fucking stuff. Thousands of beats you Canadians, have. you know who's sick? Oh my gosh. Fucking. I know. I mean, bro. I got, I, I'll tell you. I don't know if you guys, when you post this, if you post... Y'all better check scam. You got lots of... But I have shoe boxes filled with the floppy disk for the SP and the 900. So, in all fairness, each beat is two disks. Yeah. One for the drums or whatever for the SP and one for the 900. Um, So, in each... Either Timberland or Jordans. I used to buy Jordans like crazy. Okay. That's another thing. I didn't say this, but the only... When I got the money for the... For the loan, the SP was twenty five hundred. Okay, right, nineteen hundred US. It turned out to be like twenty five and change. I'll never forget. Trust me. I put all the rest of it back in the bank to pay it off. Yeah. Except for two hundred bucks, which I went and bought Jordans because I used to love the Jordans. <laughs> so one of those boxes, probably it. the first one, is filled with, and I labeled them. If I could show you pics, I oh man, well, it's fuck one, me. two, three, four, five, and some of the beats from Thrust, Past and Present, Future are like, I don't know, man, like number thirty, number seventeen. No. Yeah. Hey, like, for our podcast, when you go home. It should Please. be links. To Take some, some pictures. Photos. We should put it up. Yeah. We post yeah. it online. Okay, for sure, for sure. Let's get yeah. some pictures. And then of those I boxes. have boxes of, of 
discs for the MPC and then zip discs. Remember the zip yeah, discs? Yeah, yeah, so the 3000. Yeah. Fucking like maybe, I don't know, like 20 zip discs all partitioned into like A to H or something with like so all yo, people, crazy. We used, to go, we used to go to Faze's Cottage every year uh, around birthday time. Around his birthday and Faze's birthday all the same time, right? In the middle of the right? summer. Because right? yeah. he's a cancer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's the 16th of July, I'm the 22nd. That's so. right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'd always go Fresh up. <laughs> so this guy one year decides he's going to bring up the SP. You know what I mean? Like, fuck. So we're making beats with it. Then one of the days, he's just like, hey, yo, man, check this out. Pulls out the discs. Starts loading them up on you, right? Fucking boiling point. Like, you know how I feel about... Like, boiling point is probably top three beats from Toronto all time for me. For sure. And, and like, probably one of my top ten beats. Wow. Because, yo... It's probably... Thank you. Thank you. I'll tell you a story. I'll tell you a story right now, Scan. There's a true story, man. I'm fucking in Mexico going to... From... Playa del Carmen to another island there, whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. Cozumel. Um, Cozumel, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right? So. Beautiful. It's like six o'clock in the morning. I'm on the ferry. I'm falling asleep. I'm listening to this best of, is it best of 95 or best of oh, 96 no. mix from, you know, the rub, like DJ Ayers and Cosmo Baker and those guys like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, They did this whole series, like the best of. 88, the best of 89, whatever. So it's the best of, is it 95 that that came out or 96? The beat would have been made in 94. Yeah, so it would have came and out in 95. And I think just through all this stuff, 95, maybe 96 okay. actually, potentially, but. So whatever year. On the disc, it says 94. Okay. Late 94. Like, so whatever year it is, I'm listening to this mix. I'm falling asleep, mm-hmm. okay? All of a sudden, and my boy tells me the story from his perspective as he's seen it too, right? Hey, what do you want to smoke too? I'm, I'm, I'm so fu- he's got two. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna snap. Hey, he must. This one be good. So he goes. I can't tell the listeners this one. I'm like, yeah. he goes. Oh. You're half asleep, and then all of a sudden, it's all a I saw. It's a story. All I saw was this. What? <laughs> I literally head nodded from sleep. To, mm-hmm. to like a because it came on Six. while I was fucking in my headphones yeah. and my boy's like yo what are you listening to concrete mob boiling point <laughs> nice, like man. literally woke me up from my sleep man fuck yeah, no that's a record for everybody sure. know man yeah. everybody know that record that's one of those records the first th- it's like them Dr. J beats the first three seconds all you hear is yeah I remember the you know reaction that's when it crashed and then so, the smartest thing is the way you made everybody jump in. Like jump I remember right the reaction at CKLN, the demo battle. So oh we entered God. it into the demo remember battle. That? So I was DJing on the show. Yeah. And then the first time we played it. But I, hey, I'm going to steal this interview. We're spending too much time on Anyways. We're yeah, spending too much time on stuff. The reaction was bananas. I'm like, wow. Hey, I'm going to do really? the professional thing for the listeners. We've talked. There's other stuff these people need. We, we killed. Oh, I mean, play. yo, we talked about it. Like, I mean, there's other stuff you haven't said. There's other stuff. What's on there? I man? mean, yo, you did all the stuff with Maestro. Maestro, a bunch of stuff. We talked West, about all that, man. You know? some, there's something else. I know we missing something. We um, talked about the DJ. We talked about the radio. We talked about the production. I mean, I've been doing stuff. Yo, actually, um, another one of my favorite beats that you did is the joint for Theo. But uh, yeah. Which one is it? Sorry. Oh my gosh, Adele. Boom, 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 boom. No, that's a great one Sample. too, man. The one that was on his album with the Timberland drums at the beginning. Oh, so many tracks, man. Yeah, yeah. I know so what you mean. What's tracks, it called? I can't. My apologies, man. I can't. No excuse, but 
I do listen to a lot of music, man. And I know. I, I, not, it's, I gotta re-listen, too. That's the thing. Like, with the root shit, I, before it gets on, like, through my standards, I've listened to each song, like, at least five to six, seven times. Like, for quality. For quality. Just to see. Oh, yeah. At different times of the day. Yeah. If it really, if it yeah. has the same energy, yeah. for me, in the morning, at night, when after I've had a couple beers, when I'm smoking, whatever. Yeah. Then I'm like, yeah, that's a given. You know what I, I mean? I mean, it's, then, it's on there for sure. Because that's what I try to do is I try to put songs on the radio that nobody could deny and say that's yeah. not a good song. Right. It may not be appropriate right now in your playlist in your head, but you can't say "Stand by Me" by Benny King should not be playing in a retail environment. Of course, yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah, so, anyways, yeah, yeah. that's a segue. Yeah. Yeah. But because that, I forget a lot of titles and specifics. Because it's like fuck. I really should, because I produced it. But Theo, to he's he's sick, and I I'm in contact with him quite often, and he does his own beats. He just put out some stuff, and yeah, yeah. I had to hail him up. I was like, yeah, some of these are still, really still, nice, yeah, man. Yeah. Like really nice, because he's another one. And I go back to this. It's respect. You respect the art, and it, it gives back. Yes, it, it gives back. It's it's, it's an ebb and flow. It's, it's an energy. Man. Yeah, like yeah. you know what's the craziest shit that I've seen? And we were speaking about this prior, but. There's a picture, and this is a segue too, but there's a picture of the earth, like from a satellite, and it's the picture of the earth breathing, because it's the seasons, basically, yeah. but it's sped up. Every second is a season, okay. so it goes between summer, yeah. which is the lungs being full, or and then it goes to, to winter, and it's the like... Air, the air, the thing is... Yeah, but it's literally breathing, so it's when you... Breathing. And I'm like, look holy it over, time shit, the breathing. earth is just one ecosystem, yes, and everything yeah. is energy, and we're yeah. just a part of it and stuff, yeah. and when you tap into it and you respect something, and I think that's... He's an artist that does that. Bishop, he was the same. He still does hip-hop, I don't know as much as before, but now he's into the fighting yeah, he and boxing. He just recently. He's into yeah, fighting yeah, and yeah, boxing, yeah. but it's the same thing with, with the boxing that he's into. His son it's boxes. His son. Yeah, it's yeah, his son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and he yeah. respects it so much because yeah. his son is involved and he wants his son to be the best that his love is undeniable. Yes. Like, you've got to just give him props. You yes, know what I mean? Like, exactly. And I just feel like that with anything, and it's in reference to the if it's if it's Ike Quebec, which I have Ike Quebec records from Blue Note from back in the days, did I ever sample them? Was I into them? Probably not. But now, when I'm editing video, which I spend a lot of my time doing, that's what you do now. Yeah, uh, primarily, I put Ike Quebec on in the background, and I'm just like, it's so beautiful, man, because I can just feel him like blowing on his trumpet and the music, and it's just. It, they respect the jazz at the time. They respect the fact that they're given the opportunity. Like they're craftsmen, you know what I mean? And that's another thing that I love. James Brown is one of my favorites. Mm -hmm. He was everywhere in hip hop. He's been sampled like yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. But that's what made me hear you and X be playing James Brown or or something. And I'm like, that's the shit Das Effects took. Fucking, I could do that. Like, let me yeah. well, let me hook it up different or funkier or or speed it up or something. Yeah, or, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, just from, from nothing but a creative vibe. Because it's already craved to begin with. The James Brown record itself is bananas. Yeah, but if yeah, you yeah. can say, boom, I hear that part. And you, can you know what I mean, upon, man. You can expand upon it's it. Like, it's like when you look at so, so It's like amazing. the best Hip garden. Nobody, it's like somebody told me, like, you know gardens? Gardens are like the most beautiful thing, right? But what's the one thing about gardens that's funny? Everybody's garden is a piece of somebody else's garden. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you look at the front, walk down yeah, the street. Yeah, it all started from something. all the real gardeners. They'll tell you, how do you get that garden? Oh, I saw the neighbor did that. I took a piece of that, and my house had yeah, this. Yeah. And in this house, I saw in Mount Pleasant had this shit. 
You know what I'm saying? Totally. And then they put it in this gumbo, and that's so, so your guard ain't really your guard, it's a piece of everything else. That's sampling, that's hip hop, that's it. It's just adding on to something that's already great. Mm -hmm. This is already great, and I'm acknowledging the greatness. But now if I take this other piece of this and blah 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 blah, here's a contribution I'm gonna make on top of yep, it. Yep. And that's the breath. And that's the in and out. That's yeah. the breathing. Respect is just it's key, man. That's that's the word of the month at my son's school for yes. September. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I I tell him what's respect, and I you know to me it's treating others the way you want to be treated, primarily. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. In a large amount, and I try to say that to him, and he understands it. Does he always apply it? He's only seven and a half, but to me, respect is just so key to everything you do, man. It's and everything. you think he's gonna get into the music or no? Um. I don't know. I don't push it. He no. comes down sometimes and, and knocks around and stuff, but I don't feel that he's he's gravitated towards it. He's he's into Lego and shit, which is creative. Yeah, 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 yeah. building yeah. shit out of that's Lego. That's the best creative. And I did that made. too. I have pictures of me building Lego. Yeah, I'm mean, to do that too. From you know when I'm young, young yeah. his age, yeah, and then it's just a transformation into music, like. People listen to music in the Esplanade. Like, okay. Hey, look so, beside you right now. Look <laughs> beside you. My next door neighbor from when I was young used to listen to reggae all the Saturday and Sunday keep all talking. day. Keep talking. I'm showing you something while you're talking. You yeah, just say, we you have see. the same bins sick, yeah, 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 from yeah. Ikea. Yeah. But my mom, that was the one thing. My mom was super nice and super like welcoming, but she hated the bass. She couldn't stand like she couldn't stand being upstairs like where she couldn't hear anything but like and nothing's no no nothing else. Yeah. But the next door neighbors they would play that shit boy their reggae so loud and I think it was calypso a lot of it yeah. like yeah. they were Grenadian or something and he would jam it boy <laughs> I'm telling you and he had a sub I found out like yeah, somehow that he had a yeah, sub yeah. and my mom like used to bang on the wall sometimes just you know respectfully like turn it down sometimes I would but. It just got to the point people would come over, but it was a party. Yeah, and did. so there was always hey, music. Like, hey, they but, got that back double fold, right? But when they left, oh, yeah, just for no other reason no other than the reason, music, man. it was just because she, she doesn't work on the yeah. weekend. So that's when she's trying to relax. Yeah. And yeah. she'd suntan on the fucking balcony a lot of the time. She loved the sun. So it's even louder. <laughs> because <laughs> because it's just, <laughs> she's like, ah. But um, your mom was awesome. Yeah. She, she was cool, up, dude. She, her mom, I remember picture clear. I could draw. Funny as shit. That was she my. She comes to that house and it was like such a different universe. She's like, turn down the music. Dude. It's too loud. I'm like, I can't hear you. It's too loud. And the room we had, yeah, <laughs> like, dude. And you come in the room. There's the bed. There's yeah. all this beer. There's trees. There's these jeans. Yeah. Man on the like just the vibe. But there was never, you know, it's respectful. Cool, we were very respectful. Yeah, yeah. Hi, Miss Pajelski. Everyone honored yeah, the place. You know what I mean? Everyone honored because we could go to this place actually make noise and scratch and just rap. Shout out to mom. <laughs> mom, right? hey, seriously. Hey, yo, hip hop mom. Hey, yo, hip hop mom. Yo, scam. Thanks for coming through, bro. Man, yo, I love this guy. Man. I love this guy too. Hey, if you don't know now, you know, man. There'll never be another like my brother, man. There's yes, a few yes. like. There's some people are cut from a cloth. This man is cut from a cloth, man. Parenting at his <laughs> best, you. man. I'm All right, man. Yo, we are we are back, man. So, yo, yo. get ready for the onslaught of new episodes, oh, man. Man, yo. the people that's coming down now. I'm just going to end on the last thing. Yeah. Please stay healthy. Yeah, Take man. care of yourself. Stay healthy. And that's it. The body's meant to be in motion. All right, yo. We're out of here. Beautiful.